Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The website is GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel. Take a virtual tour right now at GaryAshton.com. Our friends at Tame the Beast remind you to groom boldly. You can be a beast at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50. Saves you 50% off your online order. Go ahead and check them out at GetBeast.com. All of their fine grooming products, they will be sure to take care of you. And our friends, of course, at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, HVAC for your residence or your commercial business. They will customize your specific HVAC needs. You check them out at Brymac, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Let's talk about Peyton Manning. Let's talk about who you think is the most influential pet player in the NFL, the most historically influential player in the NFL. Peyton Manning is obviously not an active NFL player. We know this to be so, but we know what Peyton Manning's influence is. Do you consider Peyton to be the most, the biggest influence on the game today? He kind of has this John Madden presence about him nowadays where Peyton Manning's job really isn't defined. But in this article that Bleacher Report wrote about Peyton Manning, when Peyton Manning speaks, the NFL listens, a visual of Peyton Manning orchestrating the puppet strings from the NFL. So Kalen Kaler wrote this piece, and it goes on to talk about why Peyton, or how Peyton, has been influencing the NFL for years after football. This is not somebody who currently has a job in football, somebody who is working independent of of his team. He's still a he's still a national representative of Nationwide's brand. You see him on the commercials with Brad Paisley doing the jingles, all good stuff. Peyton Manning obviously left his uh left his ownership stake in Papa John's, disbanded his franchises after that whole deal went down with Papa John and the racial influence. But this particular volunteer, this most famous volunteer in all of Tennessee history, he is now the biggest string puller in all the NFL. The question for you guys is, who do you believe will be the most influential or currently is the most influential NFL player right now? Mo Alvin says, I'd say Tom Brady has more influence when you're out of the game. You don't matter as much, says uh, Mo Alvin. Well, this is, this is what is being disputed by Kalen Kaler, who, again, I recommend you guys, after we finish the show here tonight, uh, you you go back and read this article about what Peyton Manning has been doing, how Peyton Manning views his career. It was really fascinating for me to read. So with Peyton, you go through and you look at all the different ways and areas that Peyton has had influence. The Mitch Trubisky draft. Peyton, at that time, when Mitch Trubisky was at North Carolina, had a good relationship with Mitch Trubisky. The Browns, or excuse me, the Bears were trying to find out if the Browns, who, if you'll remember, had the first overall pick this year, and or that year, ended up taking Miles Garrett. The Browns were trying to figure out whether Peyton Manning knew enough about Mitch Trubisky for them to select him first overall. They had the Jimmy Haslam connection, obviously a big Tennessee Volunteers booster. They knew that Peyton Manning had a relationship with Trubisky and was influencing Trubisky on whether on his decision to ultimately go pro. Teams are consulting Peyton Manning about draft prospects. 
teams are consulting, consulting Peyton Manning about their day-to-day operations. The NFL broadcasting partners, who are desperately trying to make sure that they stay in favor of the National Football League when they begin to renew all of these rights or go through and try and get their hands on all of these re-upped NFL rights, the NFL still values Peyton Manning more than any other uh, any other former athlete that they have. Brady active, Dion non-active. Dion Sanders, El Boogie 808 says on Periscope, man, I would have to disagree. Dion Sanders, what, what influence does Dion, Dion Sanders have on football? You go through and look at the things that Peyton Manning is considered for. ESPN and CBS were prepared to throw so much money at him to become the face of the network. You have him consulting, NFL teams reaching out and consulting him for their opinions, be it on the draft or how they should handle personnel. Peyton Manning's objective opinion on players and on on teams is valued around the NFL. Frank Reich, obviously the Colts coach, said this in the article, quote, he transcends the game. If I am an NFL owner or a GM and I am looking for an opinion, an objective football opinion, I am calling Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is definitely in that elite category. So Peyton is behind the scenes consulting with college prospects, training, trying the, the most famous representative of the family's football camp, the Manning Passing Academy. Titans for Life says Dion does when it comes to scouting DBs out of college. Does he really, though? I mean, honestly, you know, it's nothing personal against Dion Sanders. I know Titans fans kind of have a sore spot with Dion for the way that he's ignored uh, ignored uh, Kevin Byard in years past and kind of not been uh, not been the person who uh, who Titans fans would like him to be. He has not shown a light on the Titans in a way that Titans fans would have liked. He was disrespectful to Kevin Byard and they kind of hold him against it. But with Deion Sanders, I don't really value his opinion on 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 players at all. Well, Dion is active on NFL Network, I guess not influenced per se, but popular, says El Boogie 808. And that's a fair point. Who is the most influential person in the NFL? That's probably the best way to put it. I shouldn't say player, we should say person. Mo Alvin comes in with a good one, Bill Belichick. But people aren't, I mean, obviously, in a, in, in a world where Bill Belichick could be consulted by other NFL teams, of course Bill Belichick's opinion would be held uh, in the highest regard given what public speaker on a regular basis. People value Peyton Manning's opinion so much in a way that we have not seen with other retired athletes. And in the article, Peyton's quoted as, and I'm paraphrasing here, so I shouldn't say quoted, I'm paraphrasing for Peyton Manning. He likes the idea that people don't exactly have a job definition to put on him. He does a lot of different things. He likes that his kids can see him working from home. He's consulting with teams. He's consulting with companies. He's speaking publicly. He's getting paid to do engagements. He's obviously good on television, which is why ESPN, he has the detail show or he has the Peyton's Places show, and he contributes to the detail show for ESPN. So we know that the television networks like him. Bill has college coaches in often, says Mo Alvin, and that's true. We're talking about the NFL, though, not about the college game. Now, you could argue that the college game has a great degree of influence on the NFL, ultimately. They do, uh, it's a trickle-up effect when it comes to football, and it starts, starts in high school football. A lot of people would tell you that, that have kind of studied the way that the NFL has evolved. 
but Peyton Manning appears to be the most influential person in the NFL. Deion Sanders is a tough one for me, but I can understand when you're talking about influencer, Deion is an influencer. People like to go on the primetime show. Tannehill, I, it's, I, it's not our primetime show, but I think, I think Deion's show is also called primetime. He takes after us, not us after him. That's not the way that it works around here. Uh, Brady will be 52 before he retires, says Derek. Let's get to some of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope before we move on and talk about who will have the most successful career out of the other three of Peyton's other colleagues between Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Tony Romo, who has already beginning his tra- who has already begun and is in his transition into life after football. Who is the most influential person in the NFL? Still Peyton, says Timothy Ford. Is there going to be uh, a season this year? Please answer, says Timothy. Uh, I mean, there's going to be an NFL season. I don't know if there's going to be a college season, but NFL, NFL you can bank on. There's too much money uh, still going around. Still Peyton, still the face of football, says Timothy. Breeze, says Austin Walters. And that's an interesting one because Drew Breeze is all, almost always considered less than. Titans for Life says Andy Reid and Mike Holmgren as far as their coaching trees go. And that's a good point. There are a lot of those guys who are out there in the NFL coaching cycles. But Breeze, Breeze is interesting because Breeze donates $5 million to uh, disaster relief, to COVID-19 relief in New Orleans after that city gets ravaged by disease. Drew Breeze is constantly the person who engenders the most goodwill from his particular city. And I know Boston and the New England area loves Tom Brady and Colts fans will forever be indebted to Peyton Manning for making football matter in that state. That's my state. I know for a fact that the Colts didn't matter until until Peyton Manning got there. Before Peyton Manning, it was just IndyCar and Indiana basketball in, in, in the state of Indiana. And Peyton Manning made people care about the Colts in a way that they are so passionate as sport. And I know a lot of Titans fans hate them. But because I know a lot of Colts fans, Colts fans are diehard about their team now because they all grew up with Peyton Manning and the influence that he still has on that city. Uh, so Breeze is interesting, but he's often not hes not considered on the same scale as Tom Brady or Peyton. He's almost on that next tier with Roethlisberger and Rodgers, and I guess you could put Phillip Rivers in there, even though if Rivers doesn't have a Super Bowl. Breeze isn't considered the top. Uh, he's uh, obviously in the top echelon of quarterbacks of all time of course he'll have almost all of the passing records by the time his career is done but when it comes to influence Drew Brees isn't the name that immediately comes to mind Brees might be the face of New Orleans that's it says Timothy Dion says Randy are you, oh my god are you serious uh EA Domino says Tony Romo is a great commenter in my opinion and has changed a lot of folks perception and I would say that's true uh, I still say it's Peyton says EA Goodell for sure he is probably one of the most powerful powerful guys in the world. Certainly his paycheck would reflect that he's one of the most powerful guys in the world. When Roger Goodell can go and take a pay cut for zero dollars, he's not going to make a, a dime in salary this year. And most people would look at, and, and it, again, it's a very noble cause that Roger Goodell is donating his salary the way that he is for, uh, for disease research in the fight against a global pandemic that we're talking about in COVID-19. But Roger Goodell's annual salary is $40 million. So Roger Goodell is among the highest paid people in the United States when it comes 
Uh, certainly for what he does for a living, but that's a different conversation for another day. Peyton Manning still has the greatest influence because Peyton Manning does a great job of not really having a job, but always staying in our public consciousness. No better than the thing that we all love to watch Peyton Manning do, which is TV, because he's really good at it, but none better than the SNL skit, and I know you guys know which one I'm talking about. Being a kid can be harder than it looks. Sometimes it helps to have an adult around. That's why Peyton Manning takes time out to volunteer with local youth groups. You guys ready to play some football? Yeah! Put our hands in. We're going to have fun. We're going to encourage each other. Teamwork on three. One, two, three. Teamwork! Peyton uses football to teach valuable lessons of communication. Check, 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 check. Watch the sale. Watch the sale. Pete, Pete, watch the blitz. Brown, 55, Razor. Sit Open. Get open. Get your head out of your ass. Suck. You. I can't even look at you. You know what? Go sit in the portal for 20 minutes. That's right. You stay in there. Why is the door open? Close the door. Stay in there. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you want to lose? I throw, you catch. It's not that hard, okay? All right, get the f- out of here. There's no substitute for the hands-on guidance a mentor can provide. Then you just push it a little further and you should hear it click. Why would you choose your keys? I told you, I forgot them. <laughs> just a few hours of Peyton's time helps create childhood memories that will last a lifetime. Just keep biting down. It's looking good. That's a handsome cartoon. Uh-huh. It's going to be there forever. As well as skills for life, such as assertiveness. No, Sally, mommy's dead, remember? Okay, don't bother the pretty lady. I'm Peyton's. Ethics. All right, now I'll kill a snitch. I'm not saying I have, I'm not saying I haven't. You know what I mean. Whatever. Kids in the The NFL and the United Way. Spend time with your kids so Peyton Manning doesn't. You kids all come live with me in my mansion? Yeah! Calm down, calm down, just fing leave. Spend time with your kids so Peyton Manning doesn't. One of the best ads I have ever seen, uh, or one of the uh, best fake ads that I've ever seen, the SNL skit with Peyton Manning. Why he's so... He is what Tom Brady is not. Drew Brees has a little bit of this, but Tom Brady is not relatable. Peyton Manning can do that stuff, be comfortable doing it, can sell you a Buick, even though God knows Peyton Manning doesn't drive a Buick, can shill Papa John's to you, at a time when he owned a bunch of Papa John's franchises, when we all know Peyton Manning doesn't eat Papa John's, and then go on the Super Bowl after winning the, the second Super Bowl, riding off into the sunset, the last dance for Peyton Manning, not Michael Jordan, but for Peyton, and say, you know what, Jim, I'm just going to go drink a Budweiser. I can't do a Peyton Manning accent, but I'm just going to go drink a Budweiser, Jim. <laughs> and just, with, the, with the most shameless of plugs, of all time. Peyton Manning is first and foremost corporate, and the NFL values that in Peyton. Peyton is still one of the best ambassadors for the brand of the NFL for family football fun of all time. He's great at it. Peyton Manning is not just quarterback, he is the ultimate salesman, and he has done such a good job doing so that it's made him the most influential person in all of professional football. More of your comments before we move on on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Want to read more of your comments about who you believe 
the most influential people in football are right now. We'll do that momentarily right after we remind you about our friends at Tame the Beast. The website is getbeast.com. The promo code is AZ50, saves you 50% off on all of your online order. Had a couple people ask me about my beard brush, my Tame the Beast beard brush, if I can hold it the right way. I'm telling you, it's therapeutic, and I use it while I put in my Tame the Beast beard oil. It helps me with essential organic oils that my skin needs to make sure that I don't uh, start to chafe, that my skin doesn't get dry underneath all of my facial hair, and that my complexion stays clean first and foremost. My friends at GetBeast.com will make sure that you groom boldly, that you sm- that you upgrade your smell, that you look better, that you feel better, because we know you smell better. You use all of the products available to you at GetBeast.com. Use the promo code AZ50, saves you 50% off there with our friends at Tame the Beast. Let us get to more of your comments here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Mahomes is the new face of the NFL, says Mike, and I would say Mahomes is a very, very marketable individual. They do a great job at selling Pat Mahomes. J.J. Watt is very is a close second, says Jason Manlove on, uh, on uh, Facebook Live, which is a great last name, by the way, Jason. Jason Manlove? That is... Uh, that is that sounds like a porn star <laughs> name, Jason. I would uh, I envy your name. Although uh, my stepdad's name is is Richard, and our last name is Rising. So Dick Rising or uh, or Jason Manlove, you can't have a, a pretty good porn star name options either way. But you know, I'm sure Jason doesn't look at it that way. Malcolm Jenkins and Anquan Bolden for their Black Lives Matter work says uh, says Titans for Life. Very important. The Players Coalition that was started by Malcolm Jenkins with the help of Anquan Bolden, Torrey Smith, an active NFL player at the time, helping them to further their cause. These were were very important steps taken to get the league, to create the fund, to to make sure that diversity and inclusion are something that are considered in the NFL's day-to-day process, something that did not exist prior to the issues that arose that Colin Kaepernick helped to bring attention to. It's actually pretty interesting. I heard Alex Smith, and you know, this is a, a, a spinoff for another day, but Alex Smith was doing the media rounds, obviously the quarterback for Washington, about uh, the E60 piece that was done on him and the gruesome injuries and the 17 surgeries that he's now trying to work his way back from and play professional football uh, over. And only one person asked him about Kaepernick through all of that. And that's honestly the first time I've heard Alex Smith speak on it. I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, to hear Alex Smith give Ka- Kaepernick an endorsement at the time that Kaepernick was uh, playing football. Very uh, very interesting that everybody else dodges that particular interview. So shouts to Dan Levitard uh, on ESPN for actually asking somebody, uh, Alex Smith, that question. Because I'm sure people have been scared to ask Alex Smith that question because nobody likes to talk about the Kaepernick thing. Regardless, who is the most influential player in the NFL? I still say it's Peyton. J- uh, Goodell says Johnny Lee. Ryan says Tom Brady. But Tom's just kind of working his way into this kind of uh, into this kind of influencer role. I, Brady's always been around. Brady's always been a famous name. But Tom, I mean, publicly, he doesn't do much until now that he's off the Patriots. Now that he feels comfortable uh, in his own skin, it would seem. And Tom Brady wants to do more public appearances. He wants to talk. He wants to be heard. He wants to do funny videos with Gronk. And do them in Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians. Uh, So when it comes to influencer, 
Tom Brady has to be almost relatable to be an influencer. And Tom Brady is anything but relatable. Tom Brady dates supermodels, six-time world champion in Super Bowls, winningest quarterback, uh, one of the winningest quarterbacks in the history of the sport. With Tom Brady, I don't think he quite sells it as well to everybody else across the league because Brady's brand has never been relatable. Peyton Manning is the one who exists that way. He's that weird uncle everyone tries to keep you from, says Ryan Fields. Brady has more influence than Manning, says Mo Alvin. Well, the NFL, maybe, maybe, and Brady hasn't been out of the NFL yet, right? So we don't know what Brady's NFL, uh, when you're out of the game, you don't have the same influence. Mo Alvin, I, you're, I, I hope you won't take this the wrong way, but you're, you're speaking from a point of ignorance. The NFL, by far and away, the people who influence the game the most are not the people on the field. They are the people making the decisions. They are the people in New York on Park Avenue in the NFL's office who are making these decisions that ultimately impact the greater part of the game, which is not, in fact, football. It's the business of football. So that to say that Brady has more influence than Manning, maybe, maybe when it comes to on the football field, right? Brady is the greater quarterback. Brady is the greater champion. Brady is the greater winner. And maybe when Tom Brady leaves professional football on the field, Maybe he will have that same kind of impact off the field on the NFL. But there is no question right now that when teams need an objective... No, I'm not, says Mo Alvin. Yes, you are, as a matter of fact. And I'm telling you, as somebody who's not speaking from a point of interest, the most influential people are not the people on the field. In fact, in football, those are the people with the least amount of power. The workforce are the players. The players have the least amount of power. Once Peyton got out of the game... Now he's being courted for team ownership. Now he's being looked at as an NFL general, general manager. The players on the field have the least amount of influence of all of the people who are involved with the big business of the NFL. When it comes to the major parties, the players come last on that totem pole. And so I understand what you're saying because Brady, historically, he'll be remembered as greater than Manning. But his influence, what Peyton is doing behind the scenes helping influencing drafts, affecting the way that teams draft over the course of the year, affecting teams' coaching staffs, all of these things. Because Peyton Manning has helped get more people hired than any other any other former athlete in the NFL. Why isn't Jeff Fisher on the comp- uh, competition committee? He's out of the game, pure and simple. What does Jeff Fisher have to do with any? Uh, this is an argument. That you, Mo Alvin, I'm, I'm not going to convince you that you're wrong, and I hate to tell you, but you are. Jeff Fisher, uh, Jeff Fisher is not Peyton Manning. Jeff, don't come in here with Jeff. Like this is this is now making your your argument null and void. Jeff Fisher is not anywhere close to the stratosphere of Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is an international superstar. Jeff Fisher is some guy who people make jokes about eight and eight and nine and seven or seven and nine. Like this is not the same thing. Now Jeff Fisher has also has been hugely influential over the course of the NFL. But you're, uh, you're wrong in this regard, and, and we won't bog down the show by continuing to argue the point. Let us talk about who will have the biggest career outside of football of the three quarterbacks who often get mentioned in the same sphere as Peyton Manning. Tony Romo, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. Let me know who on, uh, who on Facebook Live and on Periscope, who you believe will have the better post-football career, Peyton, or excuse me, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, or Tony Romo. Wait a minute, says Tribe Called Quest. Playing influences a lot of young folks who watch or play the game. That's true. 
But when it comes to the influence of the business of football, the sport of football, Peyton Manning has far more impact on what happens. I'm not trying to diminish the impact of the players. But the players have the least amount of impact on what football actually is. I think you guys are focused too much on on the field stuff. The NFL is so much more than the actual sport itself. People come for the sport, but the business is what makes the NFL the big bad monster that it is. The machine that it is. uh, Shanna, excuse me, says even Brady said Peyton was the one who showed him the moves that he used to this day. I'm not sure what moves you're talking about, but I'm sure they both have used each other as sounding boards because they both live in this same kind of sphere here on uh, A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Brady, says Jeff Roberts. Peyton Will, says Mike Edwards. And I believe that is so. Uh, which NFL player, which NFL quarterback, we're, we've, we've talked about Peyton Manning and the influence level that he currently has on football, which QB will have the most successful career after football? Breeze, Brady, or Romo? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will get to your comments here momentarily. In the meantime, I will tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. The website is B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's the website that you go to for custom HVAC for your home or for your commercial business. The people at Brymac are the best in the business, and they will make sure that they get you taken care of with your satisfaction guarantee. Chris Hamby is the man in charge there. He is a, uh, a, a veteran of our, uh, of our United States Armed Forces. He is somebody who is service disabled, and he runs one of the best local businesses when it comes to satisfaction guaranteed that we have here in Middle Tennessee, and not just in Middle Tennessee, because I know some of you watch with us from Kentucky. If you're in the south of Kentucky, in the, su- in the southern region of Kentucky, he can take care of you too. Brymac Mechanical, that's B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That is the deal here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Uh, I want to know who will have the best NFL career after, or who will have the best career after football? Romo, Breeze, or Brady? Let's get to some of your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Times for Life says, Breeze, family pressure will keep TB12 away. Breeze will be involved in some capacity. Mo Alvin says, what's the measure of success, making coin, actual influence, popularity? All of those things, I would say, uh, are, are, uh, are, should be considered. All of those factor in to the kind of influence they're talking about, right? You can talk, I mean, Tony Romo is making as much as, as players are in the NFL to do television. Tony Romo is breaking records with the amount of money that CBS is paying him just to do 16 games a year and, and the playoffs for CBS when they have it. Puka says Breeze. Breeze already has a deal done with NBC that as soon as he's ready to retire in the year this after this coming year or maybe in two years, he's going to step into the booth and become uh, essentially try and take Chris Collinsworth's job. He'll be uh, replacing. Da- Will he be replacing Dan Fouts? No, that's the uh, that's the CBS crew. Romo Breeze and then Brady says El Boogie 808. So you're saying that Tom Brady will have the least productive career. After the fact, Tribe Called Quez says, I'm guessing Brady. I'm pretty sure he wants multiple businesses in and out of football. Yeah, he is a bit, it's, it's like Jay-Z, right? He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. Uh, Brady says Zach Goodman. Sterling also says Brady. Sean Gill says Romo. Shanna 
says Brady. The thing that I am going to have to, uh, the thing that I, the person I'm going to have to go with, I think is going to be Tony Romo. I think Tony Romo has a lot of these things that the other two have, but he also has just a little bit extra the, the, the other two lack. Now, Brady obviously has a sense of humor because it's not, obviously, he's not running his social media accounts, but there's good creativity. Brady's willing to play the part, and he seems to have a good wit about him. But there's always something about Tom Brady that's just going to, he's not that interesting. Howard Stern picked and prodded at Tom Brady for the better part of two hours on a Howard Stern interview and really couldn't get much out of him. Because with Tom Brady, like I think the allure of champion six-time Super Bowl winner makes us think that he's more interesting than he actually is. Tom Brady is just a football robot. And that Howard Stern interview just kind of reaffirmed that fact. There's not that extra charisma that you need to succeed at the next level outside of football that Brady has. Now, Brady's obviously going to be wildly successful. Giselle is going to make all the money in the world. And regardless of what happens to Tom Brady after football, he's going to be just fine. Drew Brees, we have seen a little bit of Drew Brees' personality, and he's obviously got something on television that uh, that makes people that makes people interested in these kinds in Drew Brees. It, it makes networks interested in more than just the name. Drew Brees is somebody who you look at and you say, okay, maybe there's something to Drew Brees, but maybe not. Brady is a stale Kobe, says Tribe Called Quez, and I think that's so. As well, uh, he's Brady's a stale Kobe. I, I mean, I don't know if Tom Brady's stale, but he's just kind of he's not. There's nothing really about Tom Brady that does it for me. I mean, I don't know about you guys. He's I, I was talked to him at training camp. Oh, I mean, we didn't talk. I didn't personally talk to Tom Brady, but obviously, you're in the media scrums. You get to cover Tom. You get to cover three days of Tom Brady while he's here for Tennessee Titans joint training camp practices. But with Brady. He's just not, he's just not, there's no connection point. Like, what is going to make Brady appeal to you on television? Breeze, I'm not quite, I'm not, you know, I'm not quite sold on. I just don't know. But with me, my answer is Tony Romo. Jordan E23 says Peyton Manning is better than all three. And Peyton Manning, because we've already talked about Peyton. Like, we've eliminated Peyton from the conversation, Jordan. We're just, we're, we, since we spent so much time on Peyton on the front end, we're talking about guys who would be considered his peers because Peyton Manning's influence, there's a whole article in Bleacher Report about it, which is how we spent the majority of the show, just how much he's pulling the strings behind the NFL in a way that players, uh, that players uh, is uncommon for players on, uh, on, in retirement. As, as Mo Alvin was saying earlier, like most players just fade into the background. Peyton, Peyton continues to influence drafts, influences coaching hires, is consultant to the NFL in a way that most other NFL players aren't. So Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Tony Romo are the three that we're talking about here because they're kind of in the same stage of their career on their way out or, you know, almost or already out in the case of Romo. He's just the greatest QB of all time. I find Brady fascinating. The veil has never been lifted. No, I mean, the veil kind of is lifted now. Like the Howard, who's going to lift the veil better than Howard Stern? There's just not much there. Like, Brady is willing to do these interviews. He's, okay, Tom Brady revealed, Tom Brady raw, all of these things. And then Tom Brady sits down for a two-hour Stern interview, and you get precious little out of it because there's just, I mean, I, I understand. There's a mystique. It's, it's what we do with sports a lot. Like, people romanticize the figures in sports, and we equate interesting with winning. 
Tom Brady and the Bill Belichick Patriots and how, the, how that whole thing kind of devolved and how it broke apart, without question, that's interesting. But when it comes to Tom, uh, Tom Brady off the field, there's really just not that much that you can say about this guy. Uh, there's not that much that you, can, uh, that you can pull out of this guy. It's a difficult thing to do. But when you talk about uh, when you talk about the three of them, Brady, Breeze, and Romo, who will have the most successful career after the fact, I think that it's got to be Tony Romo. Tony Romo getting paid hun- uh, tens of millions of dollars. I almost said hundreds of millions of dollars. I wish, for our sake, for the sake of broadcasters, Tony Romo goes up. Everybody's salary goes up. That's it's kind of like a, it's kind of like the market for players. Everybody likes at least in my business. Everybody likes when the next sports media person gets paid. Uh, for Tony Romo. Uh, this is, uh, this is the, he's doing Corona commercials. He's getting national endorsements. Uh, he is, uh, he is expanding his, uh, he is expanding his public persona in a way that Romo, even as the Cowboys quarterback, Tony Romo wasn't doing a ton of national advertisements. Like he'd show up at golf tournaments, but he's not doing the Campbell's chunky soup stuff. That's not really, that's not really Romo's thing until after the fact. Now he's charismatic television personality. Now he's doing uh, John Gruden's Corona commercials. Tony Romo is going to have an incredibly lucrative and incredibly influential career after football. That's why he is my choice uh, to be the most successful of those three after the fact. Randy Himberg says, you said it, a football robot. Romo is the next Bradshaw, says Stephen Sawyer. Romo is killing it on CBS right now, but I think Breeze will do better with NBC. Uh, Brady, says Shayna. Romo, says Sean Gill. Brady will, says Zach Goodman. Sterling agrees. He says Tom Brady. I think there's an argument, an argument excuse me, to be made for all three. But at the end of the day, Romo's, and maybe Romo's just got the jump on these guys because the other two are still in football. Breeze has this deal with NBC locked up, but I just think that Tony Romo is being set up for success and has the ability to continue that success in a way that the other two do not. It is time to talk about the Gone Viral video of the week, the thing that we do every Tuesday here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. The Gone Viral video of the week, the question associated with it, is what is your level of concern about the murder hornets? I don't know if you guys have seen this video yet, courtesy of CNN, but I want to know, scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of concern about the murder hornets. Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope what your level of concern about the latest thing to take our uh, to take our country by storm, the latest phenomenon, if you want to call it fear porn, whatever the case may be, what is your level of concern about the murder hornets? Our gone viral video of the week, obviously having to do with the murder murder hornets. We will talk about it momentarily here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Right after, I remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The website is GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel. That's what the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage preaches to you. There's nobody in the business that I would trust more with my real estate purchase. And in fact, there is nobody that I have trusted more with my real estate purchase than the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. They are of Nashville, for Nashville, and here to support Nashville in each, of your, uh, in each of your real estate ventures. They are the people who know the market the best. 
That's why they're the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of me here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The website is GaryAshton.com. Go take a virtual tour at GaryAshton.com today. What is your level of concern about the murder hornets? I'm going to play for you a clip from CNN uh, that was that took place. Uh, yesterday is when I saw it here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Just waiting to get the video queued up. What is your level of concern? Let's take some of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope before we get to today's gone viral video. Lewis Chesney says zero. Michael Miles says a number less than zero. Okay, you guys are going the complete opposite way that I thought you would. I appreciate that. I appreciate their being willing to be a back and forth. Austin Walter says six. I'm more worried about the Rona since I have hypertension, and that would be a legitimate concern for Austin Walters. Steven Sawyer says, one hell I live in in Tennessee. We got all kinds of biting bugs. Not, I just see here Steven Sawyer saying this in the most ridiculous way. I live in West Tennessee. We got all kinds of biting bugs over here by the Mississippi River. Not worried at all. Jordan E23 on Periscope says his level of concern is a zero. What is your level of concern about the murder hornets? The video, our gone viral video of the day that we will play for you momentarily as soon as it gets loaded up here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. So let me set the scene about these murder hornets before we play the video. So these are apparently Japanese hornets that have been introduced on the West Coast and they are attacking, they feed on honeybee populations. Now, if you've been paying attention to, uh, to ecology lately, honeybees are something that are going extinct at an oddly rapid rate. I'm not quite sure what the cause for decline in honeybees are. Five, says El Boogie 808. It's a meh for now. And this, remember, this is how we were talking about the Rona. So next, when, whenever, the, whenever the murder hornets come for us, I'm going to remember all of you guys who were just like, meh. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I joke because I, you know, I don't know what else to do but laugh. But the idea that we have murder, that we've had tornadoes, the Rona, and and future murder hornets uh, that potentially may have taken our shores here, uh, encroaching upon the West Coast. The gone viral video of the week, courtesy of CNN. I will tell you why my uh, level of concern about the murder hornets is fairly high. Right after you watch this video, perhaps you will agree with me. So this may sound like something out of a Hollywood horror movie. We wish it was, but murder hornets are a real thing. And for the first time, they've been spotted here in the U.S. At more than two inches long, the Asian giant hornet has a stinger that can kill a human if stung several times. And they're also threatening the honeybee population. CNN's Bill Weir uh, joins me now. So, so, so Bill, I mean, honeybees already under enormous threat, climate change, etc. But, but beekeepers reporting piles of dead bees. I mean, what's happening here? It is. It is. It is like a, a horror script in the in the insect world. They're finding these honeybee hives full of decapitated honeybees, and at first they they couldn't figure out what was happening. And then what made the most sense is it, as you said, it's the murder hornet, this Asian giant hornet that has a mandible that can just rip the head off of a honeybee and go through dozens of them in seconds. They feed the thorax to their to their offspring, and then can take over that hive. And it's the first time. Uh, these insects have been discovered in the in North America. They were discovered up in Canada. Uh, so this may sound like something out of a Hollywood horror movie. We wish it was, but murder hornets 
are a real thing. And for the first time, they've been spotted here in the Seems US. like three inches long. Two inches it's long. absolutely the insane, the idea giant hornet has that the murder stinger. hornets would come, would come to our shores this way. Sorry for talking over the video here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I am concerned. I'm, I'm about a seven about the murder hornets. And I don't want to, you know, I don't mean to be like, because I know you guys get on me sometimes about fear porn. And, and uh, you know, there's no need to overexcite people when, the, when there's really not, for our purposes yet, a legitimate threat. But you, you, what, CNN wants you to live in fear. Nah, I mean, I don't buy that. I know some people are anti-CNN. That's, you know, that's my, that's where I get the majority of my news. It seems to be the most balanced out of anybody. And honestly, that's all I'm looking for at this point is balance and facts as opposed to opinion from one side or the other. And CNN, you know, does about the best job of any of them that they, that, that we have out there. Right now, but honestly, to to look at this thing, this thing's the it's three inches long, and you see the way it's just working its way through these bees. Need Japanese bees to teach American beetles karate, says Puka. Yes, I am deeply concerned about the murder hornets. The gone viral video of the week, courtesy of CNN. Don't forget about aliens, Buck says Austin Walters, coming from someone who is deathly afraid of bees, says Kelly Kenyon. He would say a ten. Michael Miles says this reminds me of the movie Replacements. When they are talking about what scares them, bees. Except these are not bees, these are murder hornets, and they are coming for all of us, it seems, starting with the honeybee population. Uh, but it stinks, because, you know, the bees bees are already taking it on the chin. I mean, what, what more can we have in 2020? We got the Rona, which is the plague. We got the storms, the tornado here in Nashville. And now we have the, uh, the locusts. The locusts coming to overtake us, except they're in the form of something much scarier than a locust. It's a damn damn murder hornet that <laughs> can kill people and decapitates bees to feed the bodies to it. That's the most horrifying bug I've ever seen in my life. And I'm very glad that I don't have to think about it anymore because it's the end of the show <laughs> on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I appreciate you guys, as always, for hanging out here with me this evening. We're going to keep the show at 8 p.m. Central Time. I know we talked a little bit about moving it around yesterday. 8 p.m., though. Works the best for everybody. So that's when we will be back here with you Sunday to Thursday night here on the A to Z Sports Network. But they have they murdered American yet. I, Jordan, I'm 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 kind of teasing about the idea like that they're, they're killing people. I just it's it's kind of you know, it's kind of scary as shit. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, the idea of a murder hornet. Uh so no, I don't I don't have the information for you as as far as killing uh killing Americans or killing Japanese people or killing Chinese people or whatever. Let's not make this uh, a, a, a if, a, if an American dies, then we can take it seriously type thing. That's, you know, that's not what we're trying to do. Meanwhile, what you're trying to do is you're trying to go listen to the 615 Sessions podcast. It was great today. Ryan Hurd, musical recording artist, Titans punter Brett Kern, former Titans linebacker and current Barstool Sports podcaster Will Compton. We did a great pod. Those three were the guest co-hosts. We talked about all of those things. We reacted live to the Logan Ryan news. Spent a ton of time on that. Uh, last uh, over the course of this afternoon, and I think that you will enjoy very much the opportunity to listen to that podcast. It's available, or will be available to you, at the end of tonight on YouTube. So make sure you're following A to Z Sports or subscribing to A to Z Sports on our YouTube channel. I'll see you guys back here at 8 p.m. Central Time tomorrow night. Until then, fam, peace and love.